Hey everyone, it's King Kyrie coming at you, and right now I'm going to be doing a little mini-series over the topic of indoctrination. Um, for the most part, when I talk to people about indoctrination, um, many of them don't really know what I'm talking about, so I guess it's important to understand how many of our countries got to the way we've gotten. Uh, understanding how history plays a role and how indoctrination can lead to widespread ignorance. Um, so the scholarly definition of indoctrination um, is pretty much the process of teaching a person or group of people to accept the beliefs of something, whatever subject you're really discussing, uh, uncritically. Most of the time when people hear this or the they think of religion and that that is a good one because that is actually a topic of discussion uh, in this series. But there's a lot more to it than that. Religion's easy to pick from, but public education is a form of indoctrination as well. And that's on my list of things to uh, talk about as well. Uh, you also have political parties, uh, nationalism, nationalism, as well as ethnocentrism. Uh, you've got the idea of police officers in America. You've got indoctrination when it comes to gender roles and gender rules. Uh, rape culture is a huge one when it comes to indoctrination um, because people oftentimes tend to downplay someone's suffering, whether it's physical or mental, during the aftermath of a rape. Um, you also have um, heteronormative or heteronormativity, uh, heteronormality, they're all the same thing when it comes to what is right and what is wrong, when it comes to the idea of sexuality. Um, we've all been indoctrinated on one or more, if not all of these, in some form or fashion. I'm not sure if I, I'm talking about political parties, but uh, politics is a huge indoctrination platform. And I don't know. It's just one of those things where I think that people need to think a little bit more critically about the information they're getting. Uh, indoctrination seeks to avoid that. It can be a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing. So indoctrination, how can indoctrination be good? Well, when it comes to cleanliness, if we educate people the right way, teach them properly about different um, health, I guess, not really codes, but practices, um, they would be much better off. You know, there's we've all been indoctrinated here in America um, to wash our hands after we go to the bathroom. Okay, good. That's a good thing. But there are some instances where we should have been indoctrinated to wash our hands after other things like touching our hair or biting our nails or I've even seen you know people adults picking their nose and it's it's gross to think that they'll just flick a booger and keep on talking like it's, it's disgusting to think about when you shake someone's hand which I really hate doing in general um what's on their hand possibly because let, let's let's face it I've we've all been in the bathroom uh where we're all set, standing at the sink and someone comes out of a stall or something and walks right past you and walks out, the, out, out of the bathroom. And it's like, huh, that's kind of gross. Now, someone mentioned this to me when it comes to going pee or things like that. Why should we have to wash our hands? Um, 
I always was told, you know, that's the right thing to do. And I still do it because I feel like it's the right thing to do. Their position is, if I don't get pee on my hands, why am I washing my hands? Because it's a waste of water. Sure, whatever. If you're in a public bathroom, the moment you open the door, doesn't matter what you're doing in there, the last thing you should do is wash your hands. And if you can exit without touching anything with your hands, then you should. So I I get that mentality when you're talking about, you know, using your own bathroom, kind of, because the moment you flush the toilet, if the toilet seat's up, whatever's in the toilet, small particles are flying all over the place. If you didn't know that before, you know it now, which is why I keep my toothbrush and all that stuff in like little containers so that way they're not exposed to the air because most times people don't know this and I've seen this discussed on other television shows whether it was meant to be educational or if it was just like a dialogue in a, a sitcom or something like that that discussed the amount of pee and poop people put on their teeth in the morning when they brush their teeth and when they go to bed at night so I don't know I feel like those kinds of things should be the things that we're taught as far as hygiene goes, but we're just not. It's not a widespread form of education when that's something that I feel is very important. But going back to the point, we were indoctrinated, um, at least here in America, to wash our hands after going to the bathroom. Um, Others may have taken, like myself, may have taken that more uh, to heart and have done it more regularly, while others just don't do it at all. Be careful when you shake someone's hands, folks. I mean, I guess that's just the end-all, be-all. But to to move on to a separate point, when I've talked to people about indoctrination um, in my in my real life and in, in, in like face-to-face conversations, they're like, "Oh, that sounds like brainwashing," and I'm like, "Yeah, it does, but brainwashing is much more drastic." And they're like, well, "Well, what do you mean?" So indoctrination. It, it doesn't happen over the course of a couple of weeks like brainwashing does. Indoctrination takes time. Um, in, when it comes to media, I've, I've used this example before, but when it comes to media, typically you have um, stereotypes that play across many movies and television shows. Think about it like this. Scary movie, you've got big, busty, blonde chick, not very bright, their expectations of what she's going to be used for. We all expect her to die, but it's going to be after or during a sex scene where her titties are being shown, like literally exposed. Think about that and think about all the movies where that has come true. We've been indoctrinated to believe that dumb, slutty girls, for whatever reason, deserve to die when they're naked. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Um, is that a silly example of indoctrination? Yeah, it is. But look how true it is. Think about all the movies where that's true. Like, I can name a few. You got the remake of Friday the 13th. You've got the original Halloween. You've got uh, Cabin in the Woods, which was really pointed in making fun of um, traditional stereotypes where they actually intentionally made her blonde and decided to get her naked right when it was time to kill her. Um, There's just so many and it, it, it blows my mind how we've allowed that to happen. You also have uh, in scare movies the whole black guy, you know, he may not get killed first, but he most definitely won't make it to the end. Um, that is That sort of changed 
over the course of the most recent years, I would say. But for the most part, we've been indoctrinated to believe that if there's a black guy in a scary movie or in a movie where people are getting killed by some sort of force, that the black guy is going to die. Um, we've also been indoctrinated to view animals, for whatever reason, as being um, sadistic or intentional in their killing of us. Uh, examples would be like Jaws or Anaconda. Like, And that's something when I was younger, uh, we had a snake guy come to our elementary and he wrote a song about Anaconda because it had been such a huge... Uh, like box office success for whatever reason back in the 90s you had people like flushing their snakes and stuff down the toilet thinking that oh my god i i have a monster not even taking to the fact that they're not raising anacondas they were most likely pythons and boas they were flushing or setting loose but that's not the, that's not the point the point is you had people believe that those animals were out to get them Jaws the same way. You're people that refuse to uh, get into the water because they feel like a great white is literally lurking beneath the surface, waiting for someone to kill. Um, there, you know, there are so many examples. I, I've seen movies about wolves and bears and all sorts of things where the animal was incredibly smart and crafty and convinced like a group of people to do something where it left them stranded and just picked them off one by one. I don't understand how or why we've allowed this to happen. And I actually had a, a chat with a former colleague of mine because we love Shark Week. And she said that she believes that the reason why Shark Week exists is to show people that the movies aren't real. Because, like, Deep Blue Sea, that was a great example. I love that movie, love the soundtrack, love so much about that film. But the idea that these sharks got so smart that they corralled human beings underwater and, can, like, made them literally destroy their own, like, setting in order to escape them just so they can end up getting free at the end. It's just, it, the idea is just, first off, bravo to whoever wrote that. But second of all, it's very harmful in the fact that people looked at these animals and it was a huge influx of wanting to kill them. Same thing happened after Jaws. And I'm not sure if y'all were aware of this or not, but after Jaws, people hunted great whites simply to kill them. Like, if you go and you look at all the different photos after Jaws came out, huge uh, backlash from people just going out of their way to kill great white sharks. And great whites, I'm not sure if y'all are aware, if y'all do watch um, Shark Week, but are essential to our oceanic ecosystem. But again, I'm getting off the beaten path. Um, indoctrination creates willful, willful ignorance. It allows us to escape... Um, active and creative thought. Um, when we were told something over and over again, uh, indoctrination creates and instills stereotypes, and we are much more ex accepting of those stereotypes simply because it doesn't allow us or doesn't, should I say, uh, force us to think critically about whether or not they're actually true. Like, and I've used this one before as well, um, how Asian people are terrible drivers. Uh, I don't understand that or where that came from. Like, I never really understood that. And the idea that men are better drivers than women. I, I don't understand that either, especially here in America when it comes to insurance. If you're a 
uh, man, like 18 to 25 years old, your insurance is stupid high simply because you're more likely to get into an accident. If the stereotypes were true that women are worse drivers and more specifically um, Asian women are the worst drivers to be around, why is it that most white men and black men have higher insurance rates than anyone else? I don't know. I, it, it, maybe that that's just a flaw in the system. Maybe that's just America for you being greedy when it comes to their insurance. Or maybe that's just, you know, us willfully, blindfully just turning an eye to actual stats and believing those stereotypes because they are convenient. Um, going back to brainwashing, brainwashing typically takes place um, much more quickly and involves, uh, forceful or hypnotic, um, like uses or actions or applications. Um, to, I don't know what kind of example can I use? Um, I've never been in a cult, so I really couldn't say, uh, but let's take, you know, PETA from, um, the Hunger Games. You've got PETA bread who ended up brainwashed by, uh, the capital to see Katniss as an enemy, as a threat. And they used hallucinogens and drugs and brainwashing techniques to get him to believe that. That's not indoctrination, that's brainwashing. Um, people who typically join um, societies that use their past and their pain and hypnotic effects and abilities against them, that typically... Um, is, is brainwashing. The church doesn't do that. The church doesn't brainwash someone um, at a young age. Um, from what we've been told here in America, brainwashing occurs in North Korea. It's not indoctrination, it's brainwashing because they take the kids uh, at a young age somewhere away from their, from their parents to, I guess, prove or train them or whatever them that the president is the most important person on the planet. Uh, that's brainwashing, if that is true. Um, but with indoctrination, it's much more slower effect. And if you stop and you think about it, um, there are many things that we've been indoctrinated on and against. Um, history is oftentimes written by the winner. So what we're being taught in schools and the legends and the stories being passed down that's an indoctrination. To have an unbiased point of view, personally, do I believe that that's possible? No, because everyone tells a story, and stories are oftentimes edited to make the teller seem more relatable, seem less cold, seem more warm, to be out, out like the good guy. And I'm going to touch on this more so on my nationalism and ethnocentrism Um topic, but when it comes to the um, Nazi regime in uh, Nazi Germany, there are a lot of people that were indoctrinated relatively quickly, I, I think, um, because of the aftermath of World War One. And I'll go into that more when the time comes, but um, I, I personally believe that this is going to be one of the series that I enjoy talking about the most and I will say this now that a lot of this stuff is going to be my opinion based off of what I have seen in my life and the stories that I've heard from different people that I've associated with um there may be some truth some stats that I pulled from um certain um 
databases and from certain websites. Um, typically, I won't list those simply because it handicaps people. And it's another form of indoctrination. Like, I can list all of my um, sources, but it stops you from going out and looking for them on your own. I don't want you to see what I've already seen. I want you to go out there and find what I'm talking about. And if you do find something that's completely opposite of what I believe to be true, I would love, love, love for you to show that to me. I, w I honestly, I really would. Um, but this is going on 16 minutes. Um, I'm going to get ready for the rest of my um, series, and I hope you all enjoy it. I hope you all share it, and I hope you all learn something from it, because I believe that everyone can learn to not so not not blindly trust things that we've been told. And indoctrination, as I said before, can be good, but from what I've seen in my life, it has led to some very tragic and quite avoidable instances and situations. Anyway, King Kyrie signing off. Peace out for now. Mwah.